On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with therapist and comedian Zoe Schwartz about active listening and gaslighting. Episodes drop on Spotify every Sunday after they air and Wednesdays on YouTube. Welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, Pretty Dope Experience Radio, and uh, maybe a few other places if you're lucky. Maybe. Yep, maybe. Mm -hmm. Every week we like to uh, operate by the motto that, you know, I don't know everything, but I think I can learn something from everyone. And that person that I'm learning from this week is therapist and comedian Zoe Schwartz. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Happy to be Yo. here. Happy to have you. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? And Amanda Lindeal. Hi, friends. All right. Well, let's let's get it poppin'. Excellent. We we took a little bit of a break, and we it was did. a necessary break, but uh, break break. Smoke break break, if you will. Um, but I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be back. Um, I think we're going to start this off with uh, our first topic, which is the one that yeah. Zoe knows what I'm talking about. We're going to go with gaslighting because I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, what topic? Uh, let's, let's start off with gaslighting. Um, it's definitely something that I really struggle with uh, dealing with. Um, because I I was diagnosed with paranoid delusions, so uh, it makes it hard to kind of differentiate what reality mm -hmm. is. Um, so dealing with it is something that uh, making that differentiation between. I think we were talking about it a little bit earlier. You know whether or not it's my trauma that uh, is actually I'm responding to, or whether or not it's the actual um, you know the act of gaslighting. It's it's really hard to differentiate. So what is the the textbook definition of gaslighting, Zoe? I think it's like I don't know if the t I don't know if this is the, the textbook, textbook the Merriam-Webster's but... <laughs> dictionary. Yeah. So I think like my best understanding of gaslighting is just that it's like people communicating with you in a way that makes you question your own experiences of reality and like your own truth by like um, you know confusing you and like yeah just basically making you. So it's kind of like a confusion tactic. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's okay. So okay. if someone's being gaslit, like let's say you're you're mid gaslight, how mm -hmm. do you kind of see through the illusion? Like how do you advocate for yourself in the midst of that? Um, I think like, well, one, like determining what reality is first, right? Because depending on like how long you've been in the situation with the person, it can really like mess with your sense of reality. But I think like, yeah, like stating what your reality is and not letting the person like change the narrative mm -hmm. and um, yeah, and sticking true to what you know and not letting them like twist your thoughts and your words because that happens to a lot of like word twisting and uh, like reflecting back like different than what you said and then you start, yeah, and then you start to question yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think just restating your truth repeatedly. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Amanda, what's uh, what's been useful for you? Like if you've if you felt like you're in a situation where like you're, you're not being acknowledged and validated and almost invalidated. Um, I don't know. I usually just remove myself from situations like that. <laughs> I, I have like a pretty strong radar, I feel like, for bullshit. So if I feel like anything's a little bit off, boop, I'll just boop, step, boop. yeah, I'll just step away from it long enough to see if that's actually what happened. Maybe even like if there's other friends present, be like, hey, this is how I felt and see if they're like, oh, yeah, that was weird. Or they're like, oh, I didn't pick up on that. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that that's not like accurate or that's not true that I felt that way, but they could see it from a different point of view. For sure. But I still go with my gut. I and mean, if someone's like, oh, I don't think anyone's being mean to you, I think it was totally fine. I'm like, well, that person made me feel like shit. So either I have something internally I need to work on or that person was fucking with me. Either way, I'm going to remove myself from that person yeah. because that interaction was not pleasant. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I have a friend, uh, Josh Cruzan, used to be on the show. Mm -hmm. Great dude. One of the good homies. Uh, 
he gaslit you. Until he gaslit me. Yeah, exactly. Until he flipped the script. Um, well, he, uh, he, I was talking to him and I was just like, hey, man, I kind of like, I have a hard time differentiating. I kind of just need somebody there. And he's like, you need a, a canary in the coal mine. Mm, I like that. Oh, yeah. I was just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I do. I need something. A friend something. you can sacrifice. Yeah, a friend I can sacrifice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just literally throw him under the bus. Like, is there gas down here? All right. Well, I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, thank you, Canary. I think it can be really helpful to just like have that experience in community so that your your perspective of the situation is like broadened mm -hmm. based off of what the people around you who know you will kind of how they'll respond to it. Um, so, yeah, I, I find a lot of value in in that sort of opening up to other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. also just like walk away like yeah. mm -hmm. if you're making me feel bad i'm not gonna sit here and allow that to happen yeah exactly yeah. you gotta, yeah. gotta put it like what what are you willing to put up with if someone's making you feel like you're questioning reality and they're making you feel bad you don't mm. have to stay there <laughs> yeah nope. you know yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely. i was thinking the same thing like after you after you've said what you're saying like your truth and then the person isn't listening yeah then that i would leave at that point because that's when mm. you start to get confused yeah and then like i was gonna say check in with other people mm. about the experience and i think that is probably the best way to deal with it to have other people's people that you care about people that know mm -hmm. you that give you the feedback that you're not wrong yeah yeah, yeah. zane and i've had a few conversations like that where you'll like have an experience and tell me what happened and how it made you feel and there's been times where it's like well maybe you know you felt this way because of something else that happened but then there's times where i'm like well that person constantly makes you feel weird you don't have to like hang out with them you know what i mean yeah, like distance yourself you can be nice but you don't have to have conversations with someone yeah. if they consistently make you feel like they're fucking with you just yeah. don't, you know. <laughs> just using profanity. Oh my goodness, Oops. Amanda! No, you're fine. You're fine. We're fine. We're sorry, we're, kids. We're not on the radio yet, but we're, we're trying to clean up our act. Um, <laughs> yeah, trying to, trying to. Um, so I guess, uh, what are some some good tactics for uh, identifying whether or not it's happening? Well, I think, like we said, I think checking in with other people. Yeah, yeah. and when it feels like that's happening, don't spend too much time with that person. I think something a mistake I make is something we were talking about is like I think if you're a really empathetic person who mm -hmm. cares about other people and wants other people to perceive you correctly because you mm -hmm. have strong values and mm -hmm. morals and then when someone's telling you you're doing something that goes against that for me yeah. it really triggers me to want to argue yeah. and often like that's what those people want because they yes. can confuse you a lot more if you're arguing right mm -hmm. and if yeah. you're emotionally worked up right so mm -hmm. I think like not arguing, leaving. I think those really are like the best things is to notice when you catch yourself in this cycle of like, I have to prove them wrong or I have to prove yeah. who I am. Pro prove myself right. Yeah, that's the, mm -hmm. that's like a red flag for me when I'm feeling like I'm constantly trying to reiterate who I see myself as. That's when I know someone's gaslighting me because mm -hmm. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, feeling challenged. You question you. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah definitely. Um, Malik, what about you? Like, what's what do you think is like a, a good tactic besides, you know, like besides the ones that were kind of already listed? Mm -hmm. For me, I think I generally have a practice of, uh, I'll say just journaling, like mm. what it is that I'm feeling and experiencing. But of course, I do it in the form of music, writing uh, lyrics. And so as I'm going through something, I'm constantly like picking apart how I feel, why do I feel that way, what is going on in the situation that feels um uneasy and why is it that way so that when i am interacting with whoever the situation is with i'm able to see like okay my writing has showed me x y and z about myself and what this person is saying it's either going to be directly in line with what i've already been learning and expressing about myself and at that point it's like okay like i see where you're coming from 
maybe I didn't recognize it in the moment, but like I can agree that what you're saying is truth. But oftentimes what I'm hearing from other people is so far away from what I've discovered and expressed about myself that it's like, okay, this isn't this isn't something that is coming from a place of like, oh, this happened in reality and I need you to be accountable for it. It's more like I'm upset at you, so I'm going to say things about you to you that will make you question like mm-hmm. if you're a good person. Mm-hmm. Um and I think a, a a thing that I find myself asking is is what this person saying to me coming from a space of they want me to be aware of my actions or are they just coming at me with like negative energy which is mm-hmm. really kind of like it's kind of cringy to to frame it like that I think but the reality is if someone is coming from love, mm-hmm. they're going to try to build you up. They're mm-hmm. going to help you recognize mm-hmm. what you aren't able to see. Yeah. And if they are coming from fear, coming from hate, then they're going to gaslight you into thinking that you're a bad person because mm-hmm. they didn't like what you did that one time. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. 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 What's uh, What do you think is like the most dangerous part of this? Um, just like, I mean, obviously I think that, you know, you can say that like the, the questioning reality, I think that that's like yeah. one of the most difficult things is because mm-hmm. it's like, who can really say what we see through our yep. eyes? You know, yeah. it's yep. already like pretty debatable. Yep. They're like, physics is fucking weird. Yep. And you can manifest stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, so it's it's already like a, a difficult thing. Um, you know, what do you think are some other problems with this kind of tactic? Well, I was, I don't know if I, I was thinking when, I don't know if this answers this, but when you were speaking, I was thinking about that, like almost on like the defense end, like a way to avoid being gaslit and a way to be stronger and more resilient against gaslighting is to know yourself better. And like yeah. the way you were talking about writing or whatever you do to like explore your inner self. I think that is a really yeah. strong point. Like Definitely. knowing who you are and what your values are because you're exploring that regularly mm-hmm. yeah. will make you more resilient to or more resistant to gaslighting. People won't be able to tell you who you are if you already know who you are. Exactly. It's the doubt in who you are that makes you so malleable. Yeah. Like that spoke to me in a moment because I feel like I, because I'm very sensitive, I can be victim to it and I have. And I think that spoke to me when you said that, like, yeah, it's more about learning, being really in touch with who you are. And then it's not, you don't have to prove it to anybody. You can know when to step away and Mm -hmm. not need to explain yourself to that person anymore. Yeah. And if you're having that constant practice of, um, expressing who you are and understanding who you are, you will know when something like not, when, when something that's not healthy is coming up, like you'll be aware of that. So if Zane Mm -hmm. was to be like, Hey Malik, the way you are blowing your vape in my face is making me upset. I'd be like, you know what? I actually wrote about that last week. Like, I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's something on. that I have yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And you can take it better too. Like the parts of myself that I know I want to work on, like when someone that I love gives me a, p- a bit of feedback about it. Yeah. I'm sure. like able to be like, yeah, you're right. That is something I'm trying to work on. It doesn't hurt as much. And it just feels like a, like they see me mm-hmm. that I, and I see mm-hmm. myself too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I like that. Somebody in the chat says, recognize when someone's gaslighting you and shut it down immediately. That's what I do. I feel like I have a really hard time addressing things, uh, especially when they happen, yeah. because uh, I'm a coward. Uh, you address <laughs> that sure comment pretty good. I'm yeah, if that person that. is like actively trying to make you doubt yourself, and you call them out, there's a potential for them to like push you even further away from reality by mm-hmm. trying to tell you that's not happening. So it's like an onion of <laughs> trauma. Yeah, <laughs> there's layers. The old, uh, yeah, the old <laughs> trauma onion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sponsored by Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> hey now. Uh, <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I think, you know, shutting, shutting things down and just addressing them when they happen is, uh, it's super important. Um, just because it's like, I have this tendency of like something bothers me and then I don't say anything. And it's like, if the situation is happening and you not addressing it, you're almost creating a space where it's like that, that narrative is allowed to exist because you're not doing anything to combat it either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, by not saying like, by not being, Hey, is this weird? You know, like you're allowing it to be weird. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's in my in my situation, at least I feel like there's there's been more times recently because there's been some times, you know, with like even close friends, uh, like super close friends where I'm just like, hey, are you guys being weird? Is, are things weird? And it's like I I stopped doing that because I had people who I lived with that I'd be like, hey, uh, you know, they were making comments just like, oh, you know, just, uh, you know, just like saying just like really, really just, you know, messed up stuff where they're just like, oh, you know, some people just, you know, or they're gay or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm insecure with myself and I haven't realized who I am. And so it's just like, I'd be like, is this happening? And I'd be like, hey, I like hate when you guys use the F word. And they're just like, oh, no, that's not happening. And then they would use it more because I said that it was bothering me. Mm. So it created this fear of like, if I address this, it's going to make the problem worse. Yeah. And so uh, that's that's like a huge fear of mine. It's like it makes me not want to it makes me allow a situation to happen out of fear that it could be worse. Mm. Yeah. 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 No, I can relate to that for sure. Yeah. And with dangerous people, I think that's like that's something to be aware of, too. It's like they might try and make it worse just to mess with you more. So mm -hmm. I don't know. That's why I like walking away from a situation. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. like if it's if you feel really comfortable and confident to leave entirely or if you're like living with that person or stuck with them um uh, you can address it when you're ready but uh yeah. i don't know sometimes like just going back and like being with yourself and feeling safe is better than trying to mm -hmm. confront someone who you know is like already messing with you because yeah. that can yeah. make it worse yeah know. and addressing those things are really vulnerable too mm -hmm. like you're kind of opening up your heart in a way they can either hold it or they can like stab it slice <laughs> yeah. stab it slice <laughs> yeah. it choke it out yeah yeah boil yeah. um, it mash it sticking in the stew yeah you're, you're admitting that you're doubting yourself on like a deep level yeah and if the person is yeah. not safe like that's a yeah. big yeah, vulnerability you just, yeah, to you give gave them that you're like so it's working yeah, and you're like that's totally, not what i wanted yeah. that is not what i wanted yeah, yeah no totally um, definitely all right cool well, we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we will be right back with the smoke break we are here every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m on shady pines radio as well as pretty dope experience radio and you can find us live on saturdays whenever we uh, find time so <laughs> we will be right back bye welcome back to the dumb talk show with us today dj larby and we're talking about stickers today menace or benefit to society caller what do you think well i just want to say this whole issue seems to have been gotten big by that sticker ninja.com they just made it too easy for people to get cheap slaps. It's just so easy, you know. I I'm just afraid for our children. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. DJ Larry, you've been promoting this StickerNinja.com for some time now. Any rebuttal to that? It's true. StickerNinja.com has made it amazingly simple to get cheap, high-quality water and UV-resistant stickers. Plus, you get free domestic shipping. And if you use the code SPR10 at checkout, you get 10% off your order. So let me get this right. You're saying that using the code SPR10 already makes these affordable stickers cheaper and you get free shipping? That's right. And they're used on everything. And everyone uses them. From bumper stickers on cars to labels on products. And by using StickerNinja.com and SPR10, you get a great deal. I'm afraid our time's up for the day. Tune in tomorrow for the topic, Shady Pines Radio, Menace or Benefit to Society. Oh, for... Sake. Sticker Ninja!
And welcome back to The Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. I'm here. Hi. Mm-hmm. Amanda Lindio. Hi, friends. And Malik Rasha. What's poppin'? Whoa, he said that really <laughs> that threw me off. That threw off my timing. Um, so uh, we talked a little bit about gaslighting in the last portion. No, I no, feel we like wait, then what did don't yeah yeah for real, for real. just like fist bump and I'm like no we didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, the best thing is that you thought that fist bump was for you. I did, I did. I was like, yeah, I'm a part of this. Oh We're all friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you, just somebody. <laughs> Fist bump, he was on my team. Uh, pew pew. So uh, yeah, I I feel like the next step is uh, communicating effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so with people who aren't gaslighting you, it is important to be able to listen to them properly. Um, it's also important to speak to them properly, and both of those things are two things that were never taught in school. Mm-hmm. Not a single time. Not a single time. They we just get in trouble for not doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and that's I feel like that's point. that's that's honestly, yeah. that's really what it is, is that like you don't find out what not to say until you've already said it. And they're like, don't say that word. And you're like, could you have given me a list of words not to say? And then <laughs> I would have... Watch George uh, Carlin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if they would have just showed me George Carlin when I was in age. kindergarten, yeah. Yeah, I would have grown up much better. Um, so effective communication is something that's extremely important to me, and it's something I want to get better at. And if I want to continue to do this show, I need to know how to properly listen to people as well as speak to them. Um, so what would be your uh what would be your tip, your the top tip for listening? Top tip, tip for listening. Top tip, tip, tip. I think, oh, well, I think something that I was thinking about earlier and that we meant, I mentioned earlier when I was chatting with you is like the idea of, well, you know, they always say like being an active listener and like reflections are really important. But What's I think, a reflection? So a reflection is like giving somebody a little bit of like either you're just repeating what they said, which would be like a simple reflection. But the idea, I think, to let someone know that you're really like hearing them is to reflect back like the meaning or like the values behind what they're talking about. And, mm-hmm. and those are ways to like one, help people go deeper and then to like feel heard. But sure. Yeah. So it's kind of exploring themselves. And okay. then, yeah, I think what was the other thing that I was going to say? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like, uh, so when you're, you're addressing basically like what people have, have said and just kind of reflecting it back to them, you're kind of just taking small bits of what they said. And uh, something that I, a tip that I had learned was uh, saying it sounds like because it doesn't really, it doesn't really put, you know, you're not defining what they said. Like it was like, yeah. You said this. It's like it sounds like what you're saying is, and yeah. then you kind of insert what they're saying because it gives them an opportunity. Because people don't want to tell you things, but they love to correct you. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. You can use like other. Yeah, but I think that's a technique. Yeah, or you can say like, if I understood you correctly, or like sure. um, what I'm hearing. I hear a lot of social workers say what I'm hearing you say is. And yeah. often, but often it's really cool because when people do that, you you learn something about yourself too. Because if people are good listeners, they'll reflect something back to you that like. Ex- helps you go deeper on mm-hmm. what you were saying or yeah. highlight something you were pointing that you were saying that you didn't necessarily realize you were saying about yourself. So okay. Okay. I think um, cool. What about uh, your, your top tip for uh, kind of communicating and, and getting your point heard or across? Um, I think, hmm, what is my top tip for that one? I don't know, really. I think just, well, like, like we said, really like knowing what you're, what you believe and what you feel before you communicate, right? Because like if we're communicating, we're unsure. Sometimes that can be confusing. But I don't know. I don't know if I have an answer for that one. I got to think on it. No, 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 no. It's totally fine. Um, I like getting getting my point across is something that I have a hard time with. I can listen to people, you know, all day. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I do. I drive for Lyft, and uh, boy, do people open up. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, but yeah, I. Sure. 
cannot get my point across to save my life. Mm. Um, but I, I, I feel like it's, it's extremely important to, you know, not only be to hear, but to be heard because, you know, otherwise it's just a one-sided conversation. Otherwise it's me just listening to you, making you feel valid for the way you feel while, you know, there's something that I've, I've recently realized that really kind of bothers me. And I don't know if it should, but uh, I always ask people what they're excited for, but nobody ever asks me what I'm excited for. And that's, yeah, it's something that like, I, are you laughing at me? (laughs) I was crying. I was crying. But the problem is that nobody validates me and you're like fake crying over here. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's something that it really, it, 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 it hurts because it's like, I genuinely, I do care, you know, but to, to, to ask, I can ask 50 people what they're excited for and not one person, everybody will tell me what they're excited for. Everybody will talk about themselves, but not many people will investigate into how you're doing. Not many people Mm -hmm. will reflect the question that you asked. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I have a big problem with that. People that talk at people, like I've, I've had to just like stop talking to certain Mm -hmm. people because I realize like I don't get a word in edgewise. And if I walk away and someone else walks in, they're just gonna make, so like I was saying, I like, so you don't, you just want someone to talk at, Mm -hmm. I'm really sensitive to that. Like active listening and reflecting are something like, that's how, you know, that's a person that's invested in you and cares about you. Whereas if someone doesn't ask you one question and like every time you start to talk, they jump in to talk about themselves again. Mm-hmm. It's like I just walk away from those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our tip today people. is just yeah. walk away from yeah, everyone. Away. Seriously yeah. though, just walk away from everybody. It's a healthy thing to do. Yeah. Isolate is, like, is the. You don't the, have to isolate. You, the I, letter I. I like to. I, <laughs> I for isolate. I like to leave those situations so I can be with the friend. Like if I'm in a group, I sit with the friend that I know will listen to me, and we can have a yeah. conversation yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And if that person is dominating the conversation, being really loud and talking at everyone, I'll just go be like, well, then go walk and sit next to someone else. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah, somebody in the chat isolate. said, no one asked Zane if he's excited for anything. I don't know if you're making fun of me or pointing out the pain in my heart. Uh, Stick around till the end of the episode. We yeah, got it. we will. Yeah, got I'll it. ask him what he's excited yeah, for. Yeah. 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 Amanda does. Amanda does. Oh. After very strong eye contact. I'm I was just like, like, so no one listens to you? No one asks you questions? Uh-huh. That's weird. I feel not listened to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, I, I think you bring up a really good point about, uh, you know, just surrounding yourself with the people that, that do make you feel valid yeah. because, you know, the you can, you can get upset that you're not receiving the questions from the people that you want to ask you those questions. You can Fuck be upset that you can be upset that you aren't getting, uh, you're not heard or you're not, uh, you don't feel like you're being heard by those people, or you can just surround yourself with people who are already meeting those needs. Yeah. Um, totally. Don't, don't try and invest yourself in people that aren't investing in you because there are mm. people that do care. So go yeah. hang out with them instead. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's much better for your soul. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what was, uh, something that somebody did recently to make you feel heard? Hmm. Um, I had a situation where I was at like a gathering and there were some comedians and one person was talking over, talking at, and then like invited someone and wanted us to help them get rid of them. So it was like this weird mean girl thing and all of Mm. it made me feel sick to my stomach and I hated it so much. So um, I was with Juan Duran, who I run a Monday mic with an underbar, shout out. Uh, And he's someone that I can definitely confide in and is like a sensitive person. And when I started talking about it, like he also had those same feelings. And he was like, well, that's why I didn't sit over there. And I'm just like, yeah, and I saw you over there. And I was like, I'm going to go sit with you. I'm not going to keep sitting at this table where I feel like I'm getting roped into something that makes me feel uncomfortable. 
So I'm just going to go sit with you. And uh, me and Juan and Andrea like just hung out and were riffing and it was so much fun. But I could have sat at that table because I was like, well, I'm friends with some of these people. I don't want them to feel weird because I left. But at the end of the day, I'm like, but I don't want to feel weird. So I'm going to go yeah, sit with people that are making made me feel somebody weird. else leave. Yeah. Why yeah. should I fit, like sit with people who are like actively trying to exclude someone? I can just yeah. walk away and yeah. if they don't. If you they, can like, exclude ex those people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was just like, well, if you have no problem with getting people to leave, I'm the first one to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very Bye. true. Bye. And then wow. if you choose to stay at that table, then you are sort of like secondhand excluding. Yeah. And I like when they were like, we need you to help, you know, get rid of this person. I just went, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, I kind of just was like, no, yeah. no, no, thank you. I don't need to do anything that makes no. me uncomfortable. They should probably yeah. get better at excluding. Like, yeah. why, do you, why yeah. do you have yeah. to yeah. do Step it Step up your game, them? homie. <laughs> Seriously. All right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was very <laughs> odd. I didn't like it. Just so. gaslight them into leaving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's all coming back to you. Um, <laughs> what about you? What's something that somebody recently did that made you feel listened to? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking, like, just, like, people listening when you're having... I feel like just when I'm having a hard time, I feel like people hearing what I have to say and then like, well, like say sometimes this is something that happens for me. I was like, I'll have big emotions and I'll talk to someone about it and then I'll feel kind of like, oh, maybe I unloaded on them, you know, mm -hmm. and maybe this is just another thing to do when you're a person who talks a lot, you know, because I am thinking about that when you guys are talking, like these are all skills that are hard when you're an expressive person. Mm -hmm. But I think mm -hmm. checking in with somebody after you unload on them or after you ask them to like hold space for something big and then I've had this experience recently where I felt like I unloaded a little bit on somebody and then I was like, I'm sorry or whatever. And they were like, hey, like, you, I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you got big feelings. I got space for them. Yeah. You got space for my big feelings. So I think just like, just validating someone like, hey, you're not too much. Like, that is yeah, really big definitely, for me. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think uh, Amanda and I kind of talked about it like consent. Super important. Yeah. Like, you need to ask, hey, do you have space for this before yeah. you go, yeah. hey, so I'm dealing with all this stuff and now you are too and you didn't see it coming. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Now yeah. we're both overwhelmed. Yeah, now we're both overwhelmed. Here, you take this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, take these feelings. I don't know how to deal with them. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that like just kind of just making sure that people have space because I've done that to Amanda multiple times where it's just look at that little smile. Look at that little smirk. She's like, you sure have. Um, wink in the camera. Wink in the camera. <laughs> but it's it's true. I, I've, I've not taken into consideration that like just because I'm feeling something and I feel strongly about it, that the person who I'm sharing it with might not have space for that. So mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's incredibly important to kind of just check in with people. Yeah. Um, when was some. Uh, recently that sometime recently that you felt very listened to uh, okay so i've been in this new partnership for a little bit now yeah and he's a cop <laughs> <laughs> you're the good cop in the back gotcha <laughs> and um this person has a very fantastic way of allowing for me to express what i need to express and to not so like a lot of times when we have a buildup of like emotions and things happening, once we start to unload them, I think there's a certain way that we perceive ourselves in those things. And for me, oftentimes it's like a lot less positive. And so, you know, for me, what I've experienced with this person is at the at the tail end of me venting or whatever it's like uh, really strong affirmations like you are loved, you are valid. Um, I, I can understand your feelings or, or I can empathize with your feelings and what you're going through. Like you may be feeling this way about yourself, but I know you and that's not how you are. Like this is, this is your essence. Like 
affirmation and, and reminders, you know, of like, this is who you are. Yeah. This, this is what your general intention is in life. Um, so, yeah, I would just say like really strong words of affirmation and and positive just, affirmations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it goes a long way. You know, yeah. it's one of my okay. love languages. So I like that. It's like yeah. somebody leading you back to your authentic, reminding who you're like, because when like when someone when the world makes you question yourself or the world gaslights you, mm-hmm. it's like someone who loves you is like, hey, I know who you are. Would yeah. You, like. Don't mm-hmm. worry, I'll pull you back there and remind yeah, you. That's yeah. sweet. I like that. Sweet. Yeah. yeah they sound like shout a sweet shout out to Dom. Yeah. <laughs> <cute>. Anyways. <laughs> Kissed at the camera. <laughs> I'm not jealous. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm all, yeah, uh, no, they sound Must nice. be nice. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I think that that's that's really that's really um, you know, like having that person to kind of just validate validate your feelings and just, you know, like like we were talking about, you know, having saying things back to you and just being like making you feel listened to, you know, mm-hmm. making you feel yeah. like you're not crazy, making you feel like the reason that you're feeling the way that you're feeling is because of outside in insor- mm-hmm. outside sources, but it also has to do with something inside yourself. And I think that's important too. Is you know you need somebody to be able to say yes, it's coming from outside, but you also need to have somebody that says yes, it's also coming from inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that there are some things that you need to work through because if you have somebody who's constantly saying it's on the outside or somebody who's constantly saying it's on the inside, one's gaslighting you and one's taking removing all accountability. Yeah, yeah. And, both you know, true. Yeah, we all have accountability, and even when someone is perpetrating something on us we still are actively part of it yeah absolutely in our behaviors yeah absolutely another balance yeah another thing i would add to that also um and this doesn't necessarily fall on the person that you're talking to um but if you are if somebody hurt you you're like really upset and then you go to someone who you love who cares about you and you tell them what happened it's really validating for them to share some sense of frustration. Mm. I mean, obviously, like, you don't need to be more upset than I am at what happened to me, but it's really validating when I'm pissed off and you recognize what happened and you're like, oh, I don't like that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say, like, I'm mad, so we're mad, but, like, it does speak a lot to a connection with someone when they share some of those emotions with you just based off of, like, hearing what your experience with it is mm-hmm. absolutely yeah, no i totally. think that's really good all right cool we're gonna take a real quick commercial break we are here on shady pines radio every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m as well as pretty mm-hmm. dope experience radio it's the blue plate special show on shady pines radio every thursday from 12 to 1 condescend me man unique shows every week different types of music from week to week local artists national artists world artists no way can one show have all that yeah man i'm I'm positive if you're like too busy and forget to listen you can catch it on mixcloud just search dj burrow try to catch it here on shady pines radio so go on already download the app get over there they said that they were going to go there and they went. Listening's easy. All you gotta do is download the free app, Shady Pines Radio, on your device. And you can even sign up for notifications about each week's Blue Plate special show. Oh man, I didn't even hear. A new episode every week. Hey, get some, some beer. Yeah, get some beer, get some lunch, get a friend, sit down, listen together. Alright, you take care. I might be back. Yeah. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hi. Amanda Lindeal. <laughs> Hi, friends. Malik What's Rayshon, poppin'? 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been fun, and it's the last episode uh, for forever. Um, we actually, every episode, we like to do a thing called the joke break. Uh, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not, just like jokes. And uh, <laughs> this week is no different. Um, Great way to describe it. Sometimes it's just therapy. Yeah, sometimes it's just more therapy. So, you know, we're working through some stuff. Um, we're the best we can. Um, but we like to pull questions and prompts from this little game called the Let's Get Real Bro. Real bro. Did you say it faster? Let's yeah. get real bro. Everybody's just cutting me off. All right, I'm just going to say the thing. Uh, this week's question is, why do you keep cutting me off? Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, if you could erase a single belief that you carry, what would it be and oh. why? Ooh, that's deep. That yeah. is real, bro. Yeah, we got real, bro. We got she real. Just got real. Got real, got sis. Um, this is supposed to be funny? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. What, what's always. what's a funny uh, belief that you would erase? Oh, okay, uh, that leftovers are good? Um, yeah. No. Okay. Well. Uh, okay. Well, we. I would erase your belief that. Uh, I've seen some of the things you eat. <laughs> well, it was a muffin and a yerba mate and, and one a of, cheeseburger omelet and a cheeseburger omelet. That's because I panicked. Okay. <laughs> could it? Could it maybe be like a, a general thing that a lot of people believe? Because I feel like my beliefs are freaking good. Yeah, you got some pretty good beliefs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, I would erase that belief uh, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> um, oh, I got one. I got one. I got okay. one. Okay. I would like to erase the belief that everything I say is fire. Um, a lot of the things I say are fire. Don't get it twisted. But I don't always hit the mark. And I think sometimes there's been times where like I would say something and I'm like in the moment like, yeah, that was good. That was exactly what that person needed to hear. And then I go home later and I'm like, Bro, that was whack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was the worst possible thing I could have said yeah. in that moment. Um, and I think a lot of that plays into just like being an MC and I'm like, oh yeah, I rap and like silver tongue, but I got bars, <laughs> yeah, freestyle all the time. But that does not mean you are always on point every time with yeah. everything you say, especially yeah. like in your music, in my music, everything that I say is not the best thing I could possibly say. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely think, you know, uh, having that perspective that not everything you say is, is perfect or infallible or, you know, I think that that actually creates room to grow and, mm-hmm. and say something better. You know, you may have said something good, but that doesn't mean there's not room to say something better. So, um, yeah, I think that that's that's a good belief. And why would you erase that? Because uh, I want I want more room to grow. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to feel like I'm so arrogant that I don't have to change. I'm not trying to be Wiz Khalifa. I don't. But try- you are a Leo. Ooh. And I don't believe Aren't in that Aries stuff, but Leo every Leo rising. I have met has been Aren't very Leo like. I'm I'm a I'm a Aries sun, Leo rising, and either Virgo or Aquarius moon. Okay, and well, I, this is weird, and I don't understand. Uh, I would listen. erase zodiac signs if I could if I could erase any belief. Yeah, All you need to know is I'm a fiery mamma jamma. I'm a yep. fiery mamma jamma. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first, folks. A mandolin deal. Uh, if you could erase okay. a single belief that you carry what would it be uh, i don't know um i feel like a lot of 30s is just un um un unlearning <laughs> unlearning a lot of toxic beliefs um that you kind of got from insecurities and being younger and trying to please people so i don't know if there's like any one thing um i guess i guess just like self doubt 
I don't know. Because okay. I feel like I do, like I said, I have a pretty strong intuition. I, when, the more I trust my gut, the better things are. The more I go with the flow and I'm in the present, the more things are like abundant and fun. And whenever I try and over plan or doubt or criticize, not to say there's not room for me to grow. I don't want to be like, you know, I'm always correct. And I stop pretending I'm not. But because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's always room to grow. But I just think about like before the world kind of made me uh, not believe in myself, um, I was a lot happier. So I'm trying to like get back to that. So just um, trusting my intuition and believing in myself and being in the present and having fun. So you that's what I want. So you would like to erase uh, self-doubt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because and why doubt something? You either try it and it works or you do and it doesn't. Or maybe it doesn't work and you still want to keep trying and that's mm -hmm. okay. But to just like doubt if you're good enough, if to you not should, give yourself if a you're chance allowed, because... if you're worthy, like all of that stuff is disgusting and it mm -hmm. really fucks with, oops, really beeps with your, <laughs> with your <laughs> mental health <laughs> and just how you perceive yourself and how you perceive other people. And we mentioned before about like when people, like Zoe mentioned, if you have certain like qualities about yourself and someone makes you doubt it, like um, <laughs> back to Zodiac shit, I was talking about. <laughs> We're getting <laughs> there. We're getting there. And I was talking <laughs> about how I'm guys. a very sensitive and like empathic person. And then it was like on the internet and some random chick was just like, well, you're a Sagittarius. So you're probably a narcissist. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, well, and I was like, you'd never met me before. Well, it's in the stars. I'm like, well, your stars say you're a C word. Uh, <laughs> but like that hurt so bad because I'm like, I'm so sensitive to that stuff. Yeah. I doubt myself. I uplift my friends. I could use a little more narcissism, to be honest. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so for someone honestly. to be like, you're an awful person and you only love yourself. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. that's not true. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my girl. <laughs> that's like the worst thing that you could say to someone who's empathetic is that they're a narcissist. Because yeah. then you're oh, like, really? oh, no, thing. how can yeah. I make them feel better about me being a narcissist? Yeah. 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 Well, and it's our empaths are very sensitive to narcissistic mm -hmm. people, especially if you mm -hmm. have been like raised by one or around one. Mm -hmm. um, those are people I walk away from. So for someone to say like, well, that's you. It's like, <clears throat> well, can't how walk do I walk away? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't walk away from myself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. How do I leave myself in a conversation? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, no. Um, and why would you why would you want to get rid of that? I want to get rid of self-doubt because also back to what we were talking about, like if you really know yourself, no one can mess with you. So if I'm like very secure in who I am and knowing like what I want and how I feel, then no one can hurt my feelings by saying like, well, you're actually a narcissist. I could just be like, that's no, not true. No, not. No, uh, no. Never met me before. Have a good life. Like, you know, instead of yeah. like that actually really hurt my feelings because I'm yeah. like, am I secretly an awful friend? Am I really a bad person? Am I self-centered? Mm -hmm. And I had to like unpack it and look back and I'm like, okay, that isn't true. But that person really like scared me into thinking that yeah. I was the opposite of everything I've ever tried to do. So to remove that self-doubt would also just give me more confidence and more security. Uh, and I'm working on it. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. All right, Zoe. I gave you time. Yeah. Mm. I know. I was having a moment. I know. <laughs> no, I can relate actually a lot to what you were saying, Amanda. Like, I feel like uh, I feel similar, like have lots of similar thoughts around like just self-doubt and like questioning yourself. Oh, sorry. And I think the, but what came up for me was compare. Like, I don't know if this, what the thought is, but like, I guess the thought is like everyone else is better than me or like I'm not good enough or mm -hmm. something because I think comparing myself to other people and like those thoughts are the ones that hold me back in the similar way to what you were just talking about where like I start to question like, if the thing I have to offer is valuable enough and, and, and when you compare your like authentic art or like when it comes to comedy or whatever, mm -hmm. It's like you're there. You can't compare it. And when you do, it takes away its unique like value. And I yeah. think 
I start to dull my shine when I start to think, oh, I'm not enough like that or like that person or it's not good because it wasn't like this. And I'm like, no, I have my own thing, you know, but I'll and I'll go on stage and I'll feel less funny and I won't do as well when I'm thinking like that. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it really holds me back. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Comparisons, I think, are really like the biggest. So is is that what you would want to um, uh, a a belief that you care about yourself? So just comparisons. Yeah. Like other people are better than me or that like my value is is like even just that comparing myself is a valuable skill to understand myself or like that it's even a valuable lens to Mm. use because I don't think it is. I think it's just mostly harmful Mm -hmm. unless it's like where you're trying to learn to be better. You know, I think we compare ourselves in good ways to learn from other people. Inspiration can be a good, I don't know if it's comparison necessarily, but yeah. 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 No, I think, I I think that, yeah, having that space for like to be inspired and uh, to, yeah, compare yourself in a positive way, you know, and, and even, even see like how much further along, I mean, comparing yourself to yourself would probably be the best Mm -hmm. comparison that you could make is, you know, like, where was I a couple Mm -hmm. years ago? You know, where was I a year ago? Yeah. Um, So yeah, I, I feel, like a lot of these these things that you guys are bringing up are like they're not necessarily bad things they're just in the in the context in the way that they're they're being um you know the way they're being realized is is not helpful you know like comparison isn't a problem if you're comparing yourself to yourself self-doubt isn't a problem if you're using it to grow and whatever malik said that's the thing but like better and different so uh (laughs) well said yeah Yeah, thank you absolutely i know how to put a nice little bow on it thank (laughs) you uh what can i say i'm a rapper um Let's see. If I could erase a single belief that I carry, um, what would it be and why? Um, I think I would get rid of my belief that I I guess I've had people like gaslight me in a way that have made me believe that like I'm not well-intentioned. And because people have believed that about me and I so desperately want to be accepted by people, I adopt that belief as well. And I think that, uh, you know, I've caused myself a lot of pain by wanting to, um, you know, where it's it makes more sense for it makes more sense for me to be like, well, I mean, maybe they're right. You know, like I just I have such a a low uh, amount of belief in myself that, mm-hmm. like, you know, it makes it easy for people to decide, oh, well, I mean, then you're like this. And for it's people like, to tell you who you are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess, uh, you know, just just a stronger belief in, in self, I guess, would probably be the thing that I'd really want to change um, is just that, you know, like it's it's easy to believe that you're you're not a good person um, just in general. Like you can do everything right and be like only somebody who's doing something wrong would do everything right. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can, you can literally you can literally pick it apart for forever. And uh, I think, you know, just just having a, a strong belief in self. Um, you know, and and even even taking time to form that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like so, such a problem with like entertainment is that like we go into it as broken people and we continue doing it as broken people and we never really take time to, you know, heal the wounds that created the the performer that we are like, yeah, you you wrote a cool song about being an alcoholic, but have you taken any time to not drink you know mm-hmm. like yeah you wrote a you wrote a really good joke about you know dealing with mental health but are you dealing with it mm-hmm. uh i i think that you know in my case um definitely that uh you know taking time to kind of reaffirm who who i am so that way because something you know that i've realized too is that like whether you're the if you're the worst people don't like you mm-hmm. and if you're the best 
People don't like people you. don't like yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. either way, like you need to form a belief about yourself that is, you know, accurate to who you are and not so easily malleable by um, other people's perceptions. Yeah. Just like knowing yourself. So you have that kind of full circle what we've been talking about. Yeah, this whole I was time. gonna say I feel mm-hmm. like this has been like a theme of like mm-hmm. yeah. being more in touch with who you are, exploring who you are. It's so no really mess with you. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's like the fortress or like creating yeah. a Mm-hmm. strong sense of self is like yeah yeah and it's hard not to think harshly of ourselves because we really are trained to be our worst critic mm-hmm. and to be constantly looking at ways that we could be better but i think left to its own device then we end up being in a situation where we are just kind of messing ourselves up just kind of like not being kind to ourselves and so I think, you know, any any moment that we get the opportunity to really like sit down and be like, this is who I am, like from from us to ourselves, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one can tell you who you are when you know exactly who you are exactly. and why you are that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I were to answer the ans- uh, answer the question, why, why would I do that? Hmm. I think the reason I would do that, I would erase that belief is that, uh, and I don't mean this to be cocky and anybody who knows me knows that I am not cocky. Uh, it's because I think that, you know, and I think this only because people have told me this, like I'm, I'm, I've got a lot to offer, but if I don't start viewing myself in a positive light, like that's, that'll never, it'll never reach the light of day. Mm -hmm. And if, uh, if you don't start, I don't know, just trying to take better care of yourself then you really can't you know deliver that uh that message you want to deliver to the world Mm -hmm. so uh does a crappy bow but you know that doesn't mean it's not a good present inside and i just shit talk myself and use profanity so i want you to know that i am trying genuinely and we are going to take a real quick commercial break and be right back with the smoke break we're here every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m cheers to you my friends you're listening to shady pines radio My name is Nate, and each Friday at 9 a.m., I bring you burnt cough, all things Northwest, and touring acts, only on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. Oh, me. Uh, what's yeah, popping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. good luck with that one. Uh, Amanda Lindio. Hi, friends. Hi, yeah, hi friends. <laughs> and Zoe Schwartz. I have to do it to somebody. What's popping? I did it. Whoa! <laughs> Get her out right this now. This is chaos. Get out of my podcast. Uh, and welcome back. Um, so, uh, my favorite part to, to end with, we decided to put it at the ending because now you know about us. Now they need to know a little bit about what we're excited for. So, I'm going to ask the question. What are you excited for, Zane? <gasps> I got Whoa. it. Everything's out of order and it's freaking me out. Uh, Zone. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm excited for I'm excited for the smoke break to be back, and I'm excited to mm-hmm. have taken a break. Um, I was kind of explaining to everybody. So I've been doing this show for about two years now, and the only time I've ever taken a break is when other people couldn't make it. That's it. 
Right. I know. I was like, that's a short list. I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's really there's so it's always your fault. Basically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. It's when it's somebody else's fault. You it's all usually... just another person. Yeah. No part in this. Uh, I didn't even know you took breaks when other people couldn't make it because I feel like you've pretty much pretty much even made if, it. Like, yeah. Like in, if I was the only person here, then I would not then I wouldn't do it. But if there was a way that I could at least get one person here. Yeah. Because you had like one episode with your mom back in the day when I think yep. it was like around Christmas time. Yep, so a lot of us couldn't 25. make it. There you go. Yep. So mm -hmm. yeah, when when people haven't been able to make it, so it's I really haven't taken. I don't think any you actually have I breaks. Think that, that yeah. list is shorter than what you said. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it was only one ever. thing on the list. So uh, yeah, it's shorter than that. I don't know if that's a list. You guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a thing. Yeah. Listen, I checked thing. it twice, so I'm pretty sure. Uh, All right, Santa. <laughs> but yeah, I I really just haven't taken any breaks from this show, uh, and it's it doesn't make any sense to have a mental health podcast and then to be neglecting your mental health yeah. to create it. Yeah. Um, but that's the kind of irony I'm into. <laughs> and so... Uh, <laughs> that's your kink. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, uh, glad. One addiction. Uh, it's my strange addiction. It's torturing myself with things I love. Uh, that's hot. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I guess I, I, I'm glad to have taken a break. Um, and I'm definitely excited just kind of going forward and, and making sure that there's, there's enough space in between, you know, me and the things that I enjoy. So that way I can continue to enjoy them, yeah. not, you know, mm -hmm. uh, not show up with the same amount of energy. Actually, this is this happened and I do want to bring this up. I saw my video for Portland's Funniest and uh, I got that back. And mm -hmm. uh, boy, yeah. boy. Was it a wake up call? Depressed the living poop out of me. What? Yeah, yeah. It's not, and it's not because of the content. It was literally like I looked at myself and I was so exhausted and just like beaten down mm. that like I, I could see it on you my face the second, the second that I walked out on stage. I'm just like, I look like I don't want to be there. Well, that's what mm. I was telling you too, because I was like, I can't wait for you to watch your clip because that first part, I could tell that you were anxious, depressed. Mm -hmm. Like you thought about dropping out a few times. Yeah. But towards the end, you would kind of like repeat like uh, punchlines or like yeah. little thoughts and the audience was on it and then I saw you. So the first half I was like, oh, I hope Zane, you know. <laughs> I hope he's okay. But then at the second <laughs> half I was like, there he is and you were yeah. killing it. So yeah. I want you to, I would like to give you that perspective. Because yeah, and as I, I watched felt. it more, it, it felt better but it was like, it was definitely, and the other thing is, it's just like, I was so tired and like mm. I look tired and I probably look exhausted on this podcast but I try, I'm trying to get, I'm literally trying to get more My sleep. Secret because secret is that's always something, tired. Yeah, my secret <laughs> is I'm always tired, yeah. Well, it's something I've been saying I'm like, I need to get more rest I need to like relax more I need to and it's like it wasn't until I saw that video that I was like I have to like mm -hmm. I have to I, I'm going to look like I'm 50 by the time I'm 31 mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and I'm 30 Black's now. not supposed to crack, I was gonna bro. say yeah that yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. splitting right down the middle uh so <laughs> I I just I really want to take that time like for my health because um yeah it, it wasn't until like I saw it in video form you know especially mm -hmm. on something that I wanted so badly to look the way I wanted it to look and perform the way I wanted to perform. It was, I, I wasn't able to do those things in so many ways that, you know, I just want to be pretty. I just want to be pretty. Aww. I'm very vain. Aww, very so vain. Pretty. Yeah. Aww. Metrosexual, uh, bisexual, uh, pew, pew, pew. Uh, yeah. But I feel like that still relates back to this like self, like looking at yourself and you know what I mean? Like th that made, it gave you an honest moment around yourself and how you were taking care of yourself. Yeah, so it's still absolutely. Kind of in that well, because theme. everyone was telling you you should rest. You were telling people you needed to rest, but like that still I didn't wasn't see, happening I didn't until see you it. saw it. You got to see it in yourself. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A lot of change doesn't happen until you look at yourself that's and you're like, that's got it happen yeah mm -hmm. it's the go to bed call 
I feel like watching oh, videos of <laughs> watching videos well. of yourself do comedy is healing in some weird way. Yeah. Like I had never watched videos of myself doing things before, and I was going through some other stuff when I did, for, first was doing it, and I had some real therapy through that process of yeah. just getting used to what the fuck I look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. When I'm absolutely. being a weirdo too, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and I'm making people laugh. It was so weird and healing mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I swore. Okay, no, you're all good. You're all good. We're doubling down. <laughs> We're not on the radio yet, so we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. Fuck yeah. it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Might as well. You go to hell for one center. Thousand, um, Malik. What are you excited for? I'm excited to be going back to work, y'all. For those of you who mm. work in schools or around schools, you know, around this time, it'd be popping off. We'd be doing all the trainings, all the camps, all the everything. Uh, so I work as a student advocate at McDaniel High School. I don't know if I should have said that, but now you know. <laughs> um, don't come find me. Uh, it it's been. A little over a month of not doing anything to do with like youth development. Mm. And for me, like, I very much see that kind of work as like one of my many purposes. And when I'm not tending to at least most of those, especially the youth work, I feel so like weird and kind of empty. And like, what am I doing? Like, yes, I've been able to put out more content. I've been able to be with my friends more, but I'm like, there's a huge chunk of my purpose that's not being tended to. And it just feels like, it just feels weird. So I'm super excited to be uh, going back to work. We just had a retreat Uh, that lasted a couple days. And that was a really, really great time. It was like huge family vibes. It definitely just felt like a big ass, like family camping trip. Sure. Um, I'll say glamping. There was definitely cabins with bathrooms and showers. Um, Sounds nice. But yeah, it's just, I'm excited to to see my students again, get a new group of, new group of kids, different uh, team working together. And uh, yeah. Oh, it's super dope. It's super dope. Zoe, I want to give you enough time. Amanda, you're going to have to rush, okay? That's okay. Cool. <laughs> what am I excited for? Um, well, I actually, similar, I'm like, haven't haven't got a job yet since I graduated from school. I've been having a little Zoe bit of a graduated. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. But so, yeah. So, I'm, looking, I'm starting to look for a job and I have sort of like a lead on maybe a job to start doing therapy again. So, yeah. And that's kind of can relate. Like, something that has become a big part of who I am and I want to get back into it now, but uh, that and then something that happened, it already happened, but it made me really excited and sure. I'm still excited about it yeah. is I, I ran into one of the youth that I used to work with when I worked at a drop in shelter downtown and uh, they were selling their art downtown and I got to catch up with them and they wow. recognized me and I got some of their art and it was just wow. like a, one of those like really like made my yeah. month. You and gotta, was, you gotta see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm, you know, I appreciate all you guys did and he's housed and he's doing all these things and he's wow. just making hell of money off of his art down there. Yeah, and I just yeah. was so like, it, like can't get a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. No, I hooked him up. I, I bought some of his art, but he was yeah. making good money. Like he's making better money than I'm making doing whatever, yeah. probably better than doing therapy. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> so that was like one of those full you circle art therapy. Really? And it's like not paying taxes like he's killing it you know what i mean i was so proud of him but yeah it was one of those full circle moments of just like oh like you know like yeah so that's good. really exciting that's really exciting i think that with both of your uh occupations being able to see like you never know the effect that you have on people until you get to see it like mm-hmm. that and you get to see like oh you 
I did as much as I could for you, but after you're out of my class, after you're out of the school, after you're out of the shelter, there's nothing I there's nothing I can really do. You know, mm-hmm. I can only hope to see you later and hope that you're doing better. And you know, to to have that experience, I'm sure it was very fulfilling. It was. It re- like I'm still high on it. It was. Yeah, so no, cool. I can see how giddy you are. That's why I love asking people what they're excited for because yeah. you can genuinely tell that that's something that meant a lot yeah. to you. Well, he gave me a self portrait that he did back when we were still at the shelter, and I have it on my wall. Wow. And then I got to buy like four of his prints because he's learned how to make prints now, so they can just double his income and all yeah. the art and stuff he's done but yeah so cool so that's yeah. really cool it was great that's really cool all right amanda hit us with that last chunk um so we were talking about watching yourself uh perform stand-up so my first round of portland's funniest person i was way drunk i was also full disclosure i was doing a lot of cocaine <laughs> so fully disclosed yeah uh, i was watching it and at the when i first watched it i was kind of like okay i can tell but no one else can tell and then i was sober for a while and i watched it again and i was like girl if anyone couldn't tell <laughs> they were yeah. also fucked up <laughs> <laughs> um so my my latest round was on the 3rd of august and i was like okay i stopped drinking for a little bit again i had like a tiny little relapse got back to being sober but then i was like well you know i want to make sure i'm like relaxed i want to get anxious so I like took an edible and I was like a little too stoned. Ooh. And then I Ooh. did what I always tell people not to do, which is don't um, try new stuff. Every second round, I try something different or new. I mean, like, I'm edgy. I don't need to listen to me. And then it doesn't work. It's a competition. <laughs> I can't edgy. rebel against myself. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, so, I mean, you can, but it's silly. Um, so I, I'm bad at learning lessons. That's not what I'm excited for. I'm excited. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm excited because I think sobriety is when I'm my best self. And I, I do struggle with alcohol and I'm not a one drink person. Even I had like a party the other day and I like snuck a couple drinks cause I wanted to be social and then I felt terrible. And, um, I'm just excited to get back. Cause on this podcast, I've talked about how like good I felt, you know, when, um, when I just, I have more control over myself. And so I'm excited to get back into it, honestly, because my self-talk is a lot worse when I'm like listening to my addict brain. Um, I can't have fun. I can't be funny. I can't be social unless I do blank. And none of that's true. So that voice gets louder the more I like feed into my addictions and it gets quieter and my self-confidence comes out the more I have control. So I'm just excited to get back into taking care of myself, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so today is day one again. Oops. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I'm excited for that, too. I'm going to a wedding. And even on the way in uh, in the car here, my brain was like, well, it's a wedding. If there's an open mic, probably have a couple of drinks. Just like one drink. Totally fine. Might as well get wasted. It's a wedding. And I'm like, yeah. OK, girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's yeah. not how this works. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have fun. My friend I'm going with, Elizabeth, is also not drinking. So it's like we can just have fun together. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I think that's I think that's really cool. Um, I. I definitely have been like struggling with like addiction and realizing that like I am very much addicted to weed because like I think there's part of my brain that's just like you earned this, you did a hard thing, or you had a long day, and you should get high because yeah, it's you what deserve you it. You deserve mm. this, and uh, yeah, the only positive thing I think I deserve is <laughs> smoking a bowl. And, uh, and there's so much more you deserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to work myself up to that one. I deserve this. Um, but I, I, I definitely have struggled with that. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of like recent situations where I was like talking about, you know, having paranoid delusions and mm-hmm. realizing that like smoking weed is not helping feeds to your paranoia. It just yeah. feeds into my paranoia. And it's like it, it makes it so that way, like I already like I already have a hard enough time differentiating like what's real and what's what's not. And now I'm putting into that scenario a substance that is notorious for making you paranoid mm-hmm. and being like oh my god I uh, was paranoid and then I smoked weed then I was more paranoid and I have no idea what happened to my entire night and mm-hmm. it's like yeah. I have to 
I have to realize that something isn't helping and and use that to not do something. And I'm I'm hanging out with like quite a few people that, you know, are very supportive of of that lifestyle and not not partaking in something that isn't you know, that isn't helping. And I think that that's, you know, surrounding yourself, like you said, with those people that, you know, are also on the same boat and even being able to be, you know, strong in your own boat when you yeah. know that like, all right, everybody's going to be drinking, but that doesn't mean I I have to be, you know, yeah. like, especially drinking's a hard one because it's such a social thing. Mm -hmm. It's so hard not to be like, oh man, I think I'm better at everything right now. And it's mm -hmm. just like, mm -hmm. I don't know, for me, weed's such a weird thing because I'm just like, oh man, I use it to relax. And then I'm like, so tense. <laughs> yeah. It's like, are, are you really relaxing, dude? Are you really yeah. relaxing? Is this what relaxing <laughs> yeah. looks like? Is like looking over your shoulder constantly. <laughs> um, but hey, that has been the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. It has been a pleasure having you, Zoe. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I have been your host, your old pal. Zane here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? <laughs> We're editing that out. And a mandolin deal. Bye, friends. All right, we'll see you next time. And uh, we'll have this up by Wednesday. So thank you guys for listening on YouTube.